everybody. Welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. I'm your host, Khalil. And what's been going on this week? Well, um, still got a lot of toys coming through. Transformers is coming out. The new Wave of Kingdom is coming out. Um, Masters of the Universe Origins Wave 4 just hit. Um, I know Bill found them this morning. Um new news that there's a new something new on Hasbro Pulse tomorrow um new Star Wars got announced I mean, there's just like it's just <laughs> it's not slowing down it's March and we're still like going like crazy last year at this time we were kind of recovering from Toy Fair but I think the lack of Toy Fair has just really um accelerated um or contributed to the even <laughs> distribution of new news you don't get like 30 new figures in one day and then you know you wait six months for those to show up like they're they're slowly releasing information and at the same time figures are also coming out so um it's been busy toy wise um i don't know if you guys have checked it out uh we're doing our live youtube uh channel now where we do a review of the day so um if you want to check it out, we are at Caster's Corner um, on YouTube. So youtube.com backslash Caster's Corner. And uh, we've been really, really moving through product there. I think we're 99 days. Is today 99 days? Today might be 99 days. You might be able to go to the YouTube page and catch episode 99, which means tomorrow, Tuesday, is going to be episode 100, if I'm correct. If not, it's Wednesday. I know I'm off by maybe one. Um, that's insane. Like we started this, you know, over three months ago and we're going strong. So it's been, it's been a great journey. Um, so you're, but you're here for a podcast, right? So, so getting to the podcast. So this week on the Cornercast podcast, um, our friend Matt from, um, you'll know him from some of the product photos from NECA, some of the great photography that you might see on the Foosh. Um, you know, he's part of that message board. That's actually where we met. We were trading, um, ideas on dioramas. He was doing like the castle features and I was trying to recreate like, uh, old school toy sets. Um, so we were comparing notes. Um, I can remember at one, one comic con, we were comparing notes on his castle versus my fright zone slash slime pit um, dio pieces, which I still have. I should, I really should break those out. It'd be kind of fun to take pictures with. Um, I just don't have the space right now to set them up. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's how we met. And we were kind of comparing like, how did you do this? how did you do this effect? how did you do that? And every year we see each other at Comic-Con and we're like, Hey, Hey, we got to catch up. We got to catch up. And then Comic-Con takes all of our time away and we never actually catch up. And then we trade messages back and forth once in a while. So, we finally were able to find a time and hook up and, and talk on the podcast, which was great. Um, he's got an Instagram and a uh, Twitter account. They are both, um, It's a he, he'll say it in the podcast, it's his name back, backwards, actually. Um, so it is uh, Matt K on Instagram and Twitter, but it is spelled backwards. So it's K-W-E-H-T-T-A-M-M is is the actual uh username uh for both of those profiles so you can find them there and um yeah it's it was it was really great to catch up with him talk about photography talk about you know what it's like not having san diego he's from the san diego area 
So, you know, not having Comic-Con and not being able to, to hang out with friends or even just talk. Um, so we go through all that and, and we really kind of talk about, you know, the state of toys and, you know, the normal stuff that we kind of catch up on. But it also gives you a chance to kind of spotlight um, some of the work he's done, which is nothing short of amazing. I'm currently looking at his Instagram page and he just did uh, the uh, Prime Sentinel, Omega Sentinel um, from... Uh, the new Marvel Legends line, and previously, um, he did some photographs with the Cobra Troopers. Um, his work, his his camera work, and his special effects work is just absolutely stunning. And that's why NECA chose him to kind of help reveal some of the figures that they've done in the past. So, um, nothing but great things to say about Matt and his work. So, definitely go and f- give him a follow. Again, it's uh, at. K-W-E-H-T-T-A-M-M on Instagram and Twitter um, to follow his work. It, it's been great to kind of watch it, it grow and change and, and really, you know, progress through time with lighting and, and special effects and things like that. Um, remember to follow us. We are at Caster's Corner on all social media. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. We are at Caster's Corner as well as YouTube. So, you know, make sure you do that. Um, subscribe to the channel. You get updates, um, whenever we post something new, which is every single night. Um, and remember this podcast, please share it, rate it, review it. Um, we'd like to kind of, the more people I say this on our YouTube page all the time, the more of you we have or more subscribers, the more people that are following us, the better we look. And, uh, it just gives us more access. And, we're, we're trying our best. Um, we're doing everything we can to keep all the content free. It will be free. Um, I don't think we would ever, I wouldn't go to the Patreon model, um, for sure. Um, but we might have some ads on the podcast coming up. So you might have that in the, you know, little ad break in the middle. Um, but again, it's all just to keep (laughs) all just to keep the lights on. I, I recently figured out how much money I spent on toys last year and, it's kind of an obscene amount. So we just want to make sure that the site can pay for itself. So we just appreciate all your support. Um, following us, sharing out the podcast, sharing out the YouTube page, um, sharing out our, you know, all of our social media. That is the biggest help you can give us. So we really appreciate that. So without further ado, this week's podcast, myself, Matt Kay, Talking Toys and Photography. Enjoy Been, I've been trying. We have talked multiple times about doing a sit down <laughs> at some point for years now, I know. and COVID and schedules and everything kind of just it never lets it happen. Like, well, we usually get a chance to talk in person yeah. at least once a year right. at Comic Con, but right. uh, nope, no, just... looks like that's not happening this year either, man. I know. I mean, they they said something about the November date. I, yeah, I wonder what that's about. Well, I mean, you know, I wonder too, at that point, at least for us um, in the toy realm, at that right. point, what what's the upside of Hasbro going to the event or Mattel going to the event? Like, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they won't. And and that's the, that's the thing I kind of am because people have asked me, they're like, oh, are you going to go? And I said, I don't know if it's going to be worth – the time, you know, TV shows will be in production, right? Theoretically. So they're not going to fly anybody down. Um, they're not going to be, they're going to be in the middle of things. Um, most of the places will be either 
toy fairs in, in Europe will be happening. So they're not going to stop what they're doing and come to us. It, it's just kind of like one of those things where it's, I understand they're trying to save yeah. some cash, you know, trying to bring in some revenue, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, and where are we, like, on normally in November on the toy news cycle? Like, we're we're waiting for February and Toy right. Fair at that point. Yeah. So, and, and uh, I'm not sure what they're going to have. And retail leaks, you know, like, because that's when yeah. the January stuff starts hitting because the stores get panicky that they don't have enough stock. So, they just will push all the freight right. they can and we start getting wave ones of you know the following year so i don't know i i i i don't know what it's going to be or they said they're planning it so that doesn't mean it's actually even going to happen um, true all so, these things with covid it's a that's all based on whatever the numbers look like anyway right you know yeah. like my kid's school is supposed to open in april um but the the tiers aren't changing or whatever they need for that to happen anyway. So these things get rescheduled all the time. So who knows? Yeah. So what was it like for you this year? Not like besides not getting to see everybody, what was it like this year for you not to, not to be at San Diego? Cause that's usually your big con. Do you go to WonderCon too? No. Yeah. Okay. Usually I just do San Diego. I'm local mm-hmm. uh, here. So it fits my, um, general laziness <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm not flying anywhere uh-huh. um and i got the press pass so that that's really great and I, i'll cover it for foosh but um so yeah it's a bummer not it's the, the bummer about it is not hanging out with um friends mm-hmm. um you know the the show itself i've been doing it for a while so i taking a year off has not killed me yeah. you know but I, I do, I do miss uh, hanging out. It's kind of weird. Like I'll see um, Robo and Nick on um, the Foosh channel, yeah. and I'm like, uh, "This is like being at Comic Con, <laughs> but I'm watching it on TV instead yeah. of being it." You know, it's weird. Um, so that, yeah, that's weird. It, it's it's strange because I've been going for god like a decade now at least yeah. consistently you know so yeah I how think, about you yeah i think it was <clears throat> i think 2009 was my first con uh mm. or first san diego comic-con uh, or 2008 sorry 2008 was my first san diego comic-con so uh, it, it was i think it was 11 years and then last year would have been no would have been more than that um and it, i'll admit it didn't. We redesigned the website this year, last year, mm. so that really took up a big part of my budget. <laughs> and so <laughs> when they said I had just paid the final bill on the website, and within like a day or so, they announced Comic Con is not happening. And I'll admit, I was happy because <laughs> for me to go from Connecticut, it's. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I want to say travel. So plane and Oof. hotel is at least three grand. Um, oh, yeah, because it's like at least a thousand seven hundred to a thousand dollars for the flight, and then yeah. the hotel is usually about uh, between a thousand and and two thousand, depending on how I get it. Um, wow. And then there's travel. You know, I usually have to take the the the, the rail. I usually have to take the train in. Um, 
the trolley in because usually yeah. they, they usually put me outside the city. It's like, I've only been inside the city like two or three times. Um, so yeah, so that like, and then food and everything. So I mean, five grand all in with exclusives and food and yeah, no. And that's just, I mean, thankfully toy fair is not as bad um, because it's local. Yeah. It's technically local. So it's like right. under a thousand dollars because it's like hotel and train and whatever. But <clears throat> but yeah, no, like it's at least five grand. Um, Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and I get my ticket for free. Know. I get my ticket for free. How I'm spoiled pressed. I actually am. Yeah. No. I there right. there are times every time like it comes around, I literally look at my Facebook friends and I go, "Anybody move to San Diego? Who's in San Diego? Who do who am I? Who am I friend close enough friends with that I can be like I'm gonna just I'm gonna be a vagrant. I'm just gonna come and go as I please from your house. Yeah, you got a next, couch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I missed it from the perspective of seeing people, seeing friends. But mm-hmm. for me, San Diego Comic Con and any of the conventions have always been like. Uh, um, like a, a, a recharge for me. Um, mm. because at least for me, and I don't know, you can, you can tell me what you think. What what I do here is, is mostly in a vacuum. Like I get to have the conversations with people like you. Right. Um, and I get some engagement through Instagram or Facebook or any of the platforms, but for the most part, like I don't get like that, the rush, the thrill, like the, this is yes. why I'm doing this. Yes. Um, uh, and so San Diego is usually that, like, I belong here. I'm doing good work kind of feeling. And so, mm. uh, so for me, that's, that's a really big piece. And, and that between San Diego and New York and, and Toy Fair now, it, you know, it's a little bit of a, I got to self-motivate. Like, I got to find the, the other things that keep me going. So... Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Like it, it definitely. There's like a an, an electricity to the whole thing mm-hmm. and uh, an excitement. Um, that that uh, I don't think the you know, hey, the the online um, presentations that Hasbro does, those are cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't match. Like, hey, I'm gonna talk to Cornboy from the Four Horsemen for thirty five minutes about right. whatever they're doing. You know. Yeah. And, uh, or, you know, I'm going to see, uh, um, Trevor at, at, at NECA and talk with him about, um, you know, turtle mania and stuff. So, yeah. And just like all the cool displays and all the, the crazy cosplay, all the, just, uh, looking at the prototypes and drooling over that stuff <laughs> and, it's... and then, you know, chatting with the fellow enthusiasts. Yeah. It's great. It is. And, and there's, um, I don't think, I don't think people that don't go to a thing like this understand, but there's also a level of celebrity that, um, is, is jarring where I'll get texts from people or it happens to me where I'll just be walking down the street and I'll look, you know, stop at a corner, look to my left or look to my right. And I'm like, Oh, there's the cast <laughs> of Dexter or, Oh, there's yeah. the cast of I zombie. And then they're chatting with you for a few minutes. And it's like, it's a real surreal kind of like weird thing. Um, as you walk around town for the week, um, 
And, and that's the thing. It's a week for, for me. I go a week. I come yeah, in a yeah. day early. I leave a day late <clears throat> just to kind of give a buffer. So it's, you know, I miss, I, I do miss it. I, I miss the energy of it all for sure. Definitely. Um, and what, what's like a typical convention for you? Because I don't usually get to sit down and talk to people at the show because everybody's so busy with their schedules. Um, what do you, what do you, I mean, I know you go to all the toy stuff, like you go to Hasbro, you go to Mattel, you go yeah. to NEC and stuff like that. But what else, what else kind of gets you, what do you do for yourself at the cons? Is there anything you go to see or go to do or interact oh, with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not going to panels as much anymore, mm-hmm. but I will go to like, especially if it's like one of those ones that's like uh, attainable where it's like, you know, maybe like a TV show level where I'm mm-hmm. not having to wait outside in line or something. Yeah. Like I remember a few years back, I saw like the panel for Batman, the Brave and the Bold before that mm-hmm. show came out. And I was just like, floored by that panel it was so amazing i was like so hyped about that show um so i like doing stuff like that like sometimes i'll see like a random like they had like a scooby-doo panel Mm -hmm. i'll go to (laughs) you know and that that was fun but mostly i like to walk the floor and look at every booth you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like just like pick one end and go up and down look look at every retailer see what everybody's got find like a, a loose figure guy mm-hmm. to fill some holes in, in the collection, you know, find like, uh, you know, some old vintage stuff like uh, last year or not last year, last time I got Zuckus and Forlom from the vintage line. You know, I picked up those, some of my old nice. favorite vintage figures or um, yeah. So I just like to check out every booth um, you know, it's weird. Sometimes you'll walk by a booth and like, oh, there's Dirk Benedict from Faceman from the A Team signing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's always kind of cool. Just I don't I don't need a signature from Dirk Benedict, but no. it's like, whoa, there's yeah. Dirk Benedict. <laughs> I, um, it's cool to see. And then you get the ones. That, have you ever been the ones where the celebrities are not happy? Um, I oh. once I once went by a, a booth and I'm like, oh my god, there's Tyrese, like. Fast and this is before Fast and Furious or like right around like before Fast Five came out. So before it got a little bit bigger than it was before they came back. I'm like, oh my God, there's Tyrese. Like musician is what I thought, my first thought. And right. his security everybody was just walking by and, you know, snapping pics with their phones. Like not like and the security was like going at you. They're like, You gotta pay for that. Like you can't like <laughs> and I'm like, I am two rows over no <laughs> i'm like if you if i get to stand next to him yeah sure okay if i wanted it but no not from like a not not a zoomed in picture no um and then there's times no. where you bump into were you in the the mess that was mark hamill i want to say last year because it was the last one i went to um but 2020 no. so <clears throat> mark hamill um did what celebrities do which is they cosplay as themselves with a mask on. Oh. <laughs> so this so this guy is standing outside the Star Wars booth at Hasbro um, in front of the giant Star Wars sign, right? And he's got a oh mask on and dressed as old, old Luke. And everybody's like, oh, take pictures, take pictures. And I'm like, that's not him. Because I could see the mask, right? And right. then all of a sudden, I, I'm not going to name who – but they are people we know that work in the industry that work at Hasbro. 
oh, no. that we are friends with. Um, I saw them pushing their way through the crowd, and I was like, oh, no, that's Mark Hamill. <laughs> and then he whipped off the mask, and I was like, I don't know, I was maybe five feet from him, four feet from him, and I was like, wow. Jesus, like, you don't get much more. And they were like, we got to get him out. Like, the security was just like, yeah. And then there's times where you just, like, I bumped into Kevin Feige once. Um, yeah. And it was just like, hey, love what you're doing. Can I get a quick picture? Walked and talked with him for a minute and then walked, peeled off. And nobody knew it was him. Like, nobody. Ca- it, so it's those <laughs> moments that I really love. Um, yeah, I bumped into Rosario Dawson one year. Oh, that's like, awesome. Before she was like super big, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, she was kind of dressed down, so nobody was really bothering her. And I was like, "Oh my god, hi!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was that was like so weird. And I, I bumped into Quentin Tarantino one time, and I just got to tell him, you know, hey, I love your movies. Um, they mean a lot to me. Thanks for making them. That was that was nice. Um, what? Oh, one time last year. Dave Filoni was there, or was oh, it? Wow. Was it last year? No, it was the year before, before. Yeah. when Clone Wars was coming. Yeah, coming back was announced, and he was there. And I saw this woman that I recognized from the Rebels behind the scene documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, what's her name? I can't remember her name at the moment. I was like, Oh wow, I know you. And then I looked to the the left of her, and it's Dave Filoni, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Because, you know, he's yeah. like, he's the man as far as I'm concerned. Like, Rebels is one of my favorite Star Wars things. And uh, I saw him and I was like clearly in shock. And he's like, hey, nice t shirt. And <laughs> walked away. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great way to get out of a conversation with a stunned nerd is to just compliment their t shirt. Yeah. I mean, you, you get away with some of that. Like, they get away with some of that stuff. I mean, <clears throat> there's been some really nice. I've had some really, really nice interactions where I bumped into Aldous Hodges, who was on um, Leverage, and now I think he's going to be mm. Hawkman. And, That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. That was, the name sounds familiar. And uh, it was when he was on Leverage. So it was, you know, it's a TNT or TBS show. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was popular. They had a panel at Comic-Con, like, whatever. <clears throat> and I bumped into him, and I was like... This happened twice with two different people. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love your show. Can I get a picture with you? And he was <laughs> like, what? You you want a picture with me? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm like, do you mind? And he's like, I was like, and at first I was just going to take a picture of him, like, in front of the booth. And he's like, no, come here. And he turns around and he goes, mom, come take the picture with me. And, the, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it's one of those. It's just kind of like, I think that they're just as happy sometimes to be there. Um, yeah that's just like it's just a fun part of it um, yeah sometimes it can get a little scary with the crowds yeah but yeah like like uh, were you there the year like the justice league was there yeah and like probably yeah they, they shut down the floor basically <laughs> See, <laughs> you know like there was no movement mm-hmm. that's one that of was the, crazy that's one of the things and i don't know if so with my site we've kind of in, in the past we we kind of stretch like we, we don't mm-hmm. just do toys all the time. Like we stretch right. out to do other media and somehow I got just being on the press list, you get invited. And I started not saying no at the beginning, which was like, if, if, if white collar and burn notice and, <laughs> um, DC animated want to invite me to cut me actors. Sure. And so it got me on mm-hmm. this list 
that, you know, I just would do all the stuff. So I would spend most of my time every year um, at the Bayfront. Wait, could you hold on a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. What do you need? Huh? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry about that. No, no, no. One of my good. kids. No. <laughs> it's podcasting. It's, that's the nice part about it. Just go with it. Um, we all got things going on at home. Um, so I spend most of my time at the Bayfront um, because that's where most of the TV panels oh. are. And there is um, there are different sections of the Bayfront where press press and celebrities have access. So there are times mm-hmm. where you just sit up there and you're waiting for your next appointment, you know, typing something up or working or whatever. And like all these people will just be walking by and you're just like, holy crap, who the, <laughs> when did you, oh my God. Like, so it's like, <laughs> I, I could, the, the number of like pictures I didn't take of people that I just right. saw like randomly, like, oh, there's Simon Pegg. Oh, there's Stanley. Oh, there's Adam West. Oh, there's Jack Black. Like, it's just kind of, they're just kind of like buzzing by you. Like with you know yeah. full like entourage and and um, security and all that, but um, is the Bayfront where they used to do the pickup for Maddie Collector? Is that no? That's that the, the Marriott. That's the Marriott right next. Store. Oh, okay. Um, the Bayfront <laughs> is the one that FX usually has a giant building, like the whole building taken over. <sighs> so if you're looking at Hall right. H, if you're looking at the convention center and you turn your head directly right. to the left, it's that big one over mm-hmm. there. Um, and yeah, it's, well, it's, I, I work down in that area. So okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of my coworkers will walk over there to get coffee and shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a Starbucks in the, in the, in the, in the bottom floor. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's the fun place to be. Like I always tell people, if you want a celebrity watch, go sit at the Bayfront. Like just, just go sit there. Like that's, that's the best place to, place to celebrity watch. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that I'm going to be happy. I'm happy that they canceled this year. Um, <laughs> just because again, it's, it's, it's more money than um, yeah. I really want to spend when I don't know, yeah. like you don't know what's going to happen. Like my job's secure right now, but I don't know, right. six months from now, if things don't start picking up again, like, yeah, I mean the economy's in real trouble. Yeah. Um, but we keep buying toys. Like, yeah, that is a weird. <laughs> it has not slowed down. Like it has pre-order. Not. Yeah. After pre-order, after pre-order, I've got I had stacks of Marvel Legends, and I'm like, you know, I'm not really opening these. I should really slow down on my purchase on these Marvel Legends, and then another that bring on the villain wave gets yep. solicited, and I'm like, click. <laughs> buy it now yeah it is it's i don't know for me it makes me feel better like it's definitely there's a balance here like there's a there's a work balance right like i'm gonna do this stuff for work but um on the other hand there's also like oh no this makes me feel good like there's a sense of accomplishment that kind of comes with it a Um, retail but a retail therapy yeah yeah did you did you in these times did you dive into anything that maybe you hadn't dove into in the last year because everybody i've talked to have been like oh yeah no i went track down a b or c like steve from hasbro is doing Mm -hmm. that thing on on instagram where he's like yeah no i started this last year (laughs) where i'm gonna just collect the toys of my childhood and um anything you dove into this year or was it all new stuff for you no not no i'm not really 
um, completing old collections or <sighs> I, I really can barely keep up with the new, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's so much stuff coming out that I, I almost feel like I don't have enough time to really appreciate everything I get. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, trust me. I do. I've got like, you know, like with the Marvel Legends, like it's like a full wave of figures, right? And I don't know if I'm not, I don't have time to photograph all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I've got to, I don't have, you know, I got to take them out and put them away (laughs) or else they're just cluttering up my, um, my den. So it's like, but then it's like, uh, why did I buy this thing if I'm not? gonna spend some time with it so what i've done is i've got a a bin (laughs) of all the recently bought stuff that it's like you know hey keep this close to the desk and then if i'm sitting in a zoom meeting that's not really going anywhere that i don't have to take notes on for work i can grab a figure and Mm -hmm. you know play with it yeah Yeah. fiddle with it to (laughs) you know just uh yeah otherwise it's like what am, what am i doing with this stuff if i'm not even gonna play with it at all so um, what are you what are what are you what is keeping you busy these days like what lines are really kind of either grabbing your attention or your wallet well i mean right now it's definitely the top one uh that's the lion's share of my money is definitely going to marvel legends mm-hmm. um but the one that I like the most, I wish I could give them more money would be GI Joe classified. Yeah. You know, those, those are like, those are like a, that is like a dream line basically mm-hmm. that has, you know, it's unfortunate that the conversation about it is all about availability, you know, and yeah. people having a hard time tracking it down, but I got that Zartan figure and it's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I think that they're, I, I was listening to an interview that one of the team members, Lenny, was talking about. And there's a passion and there's a reverence for the line that shows in the toys that they're making. Uh-huh. Um, but for whatever reason, um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know if it is related to the last year. Um, yeah. And like Could supply be. chains and things. Or if it just is the property itself. Um, yeah. Probably I'm, a bit of both. Yeah, I think it is. Um, because it's just kind of one of those, like, I don't know, clusters of, like, things that just kind of fall, fell apart. Like, whether it was, you know, Sna- I think the Snake Eyes movie screwed over a lot of the, mm-hmm. um, the plans that they had. Um, and then now it's just, it feels like it's a free fall. Like... We're not getting a wave. We're getting Zartan and a trooper. And then mm-hmm. later we're getting Flint and Lady J, but it doesn't like, it's not like a, a solid wave. Like, so it feels weird after like two mm-hmm. theoretical waves. Right. And then it falls apart yeah. after that. Um, and I don't know. I, I like the line too. Like I'm, I'm in, like I did the Viper hunt. I, you know, I <laughs> army, I army built it, built, you know, vipers and, and, and troopers and, um, how many vipers did you get? Uh, so people will probably want to pitch, you know, flame, you know, uh, pitchforks and, and torches. At me. <laughs> um, 
Um, I think I bought a total of nine. Wow. And I lucked into a case one day, which is why my number is so high. Um, That's sweet. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time and just walked out with the case. Um, yeah. But um, I only kept four. Mm. Um, I sold them to local collectors that needed that didn't get them at all. Um, That's cool. And then um, I've got a couple that a couple people backed out on so or didn't want. They found them themselves. So I still have a couple that still don't have a home yet. But um, mm. And then Troopers, too. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody knew what was happening with the Troopers when they came out. So those were a little easier at first. Um, mm. I had a couple friends that bought. Like, they went. They found them. They bought me one. And then I found two myself. So I ended up with my rule of four. Though The troopers put me into the rule of four for G.I. Joe. Um, uh, so I try to kind of keep things in line, at, le- at least with those kind of things. But I agree. Like, there was a couple years ago when they did Hascon in Rhode Island. Um, we went to the dinner. They had, a, they had dinners for Transformers. I want to say maybe... Uh, My Little Pony, maybe, and G.I. Joe. And so they had the people who created Real American Hero talk about what it was like to bring that line before the toys that made us. Um, They had the people like there and they did a full dinner and panel and and talked about stuff. And we got to talk to people. And I talked to somebody and I was like, do you think they'll be able to bring this back? Like, truly? And they were, and this was somebody who wasn't in, in anymore. This was somebody and they go, I don't know. Like if, if that's possible in today's climate with what's going on and now like it's out and everybody wants it. It is gotta be one of the hottest toys for collectors out there today. For sure. Yeah. Well, the scale, I mean, I, I, I attribute that to, Partly the scale change, but I think partly just being off the shelves for so long has yeah. created like a a bit of a frenzy there too. But I don't I don't see that kind of frenzy going for like He Man. Like He Man's been, I mean, it, it hasn't been on toy shelves in a long That's long true. time. And I mean, it's been in collectors' hands through various ways. Right. Um, but as far as like the public you know, it's concerned. He-Man's not flying off the shelves as Mm -mm. fast as Joe's, or there isn't this animosity um, over the whole thing either. um, With the way it's been done. Seemed like at the beginning when that line came back, it was a little tough to get a hold of. Yeah. uh, What is that thing called? Is that Origins? What are they calling it now? I'm not even following it. I think, yeah, it's Origins. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But there's not the fever Right, because like Joe's already a year in, He Man's only six months in or eight months in, um, right? And you know it's already still kind of, you know, it's still causing that. I don't know. There's, it was one of the first toy lines for us, at least our generation, I think. So I think it has yeah. some kind of staying power there for sure. Definitely. Um, what uh, What else are you into? What else are you? Anything else that's kind of big, big for you or? Or have you got um, right new- now? It's definitely classified Marvel Legends, the NECA Turtle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are that's that's what I'm into right now. Oh, Star Wars Black. Yeah, but yeah, 
that seems to come out pretty sporadically. Yeah. Yeah. And inconsistently, (laughs) like it's like you get a wave and then you don't know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, uh, this, this latest wave, like some people already have, you know, the Asajj Ventures spoke it's on stuff in hand and, and my pre-order says like May, I think, or June. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) mine too. Um, a toy shop here in Connecticut got it and, I was at work and didn't see that they posted they had gotten it. And oh. by the time I called them, he goes, yeah, no, the guy just came and got the last one, like in the last 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just missed them. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, so I have a question. Um, how yeah. did you, and, and without giving anything away, because I know that you've been doing this, how how did you guys get into or approach to do the photography for the reveals for for the turtle lines with NECA? Like, what was that like for you being able to do that kind of stuff? You know, for me personally, that was um, that was a connection Nick had. You know, VB from Foosh with Randy mm-hmm. at NECA, just from the years of doing right. press. Yeah. I, I think um, so. Um, and I, th- I think they had seen, you know, some of some of the uh, photography we we did, and and so that that's how that came came about, you know. Um, the 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 really cool one we I got to do was the the uh, back of the Mirage Turtle um, Shredder mm-hmm. foot set, and that that actually has a big photograph that I took on on that one and. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, that's definitely through Nick and Randy. Um, that's where that relationship came from. But what's it, what's it like for you to get those things? Like we, we sometimes get stuff early or get heads up that stuff is coming, but to actually get some of the prototypes in hand and do the work with them, um, as a fan, what's that like for you? It's pretty cool. I mean, I'm not gonna, <laughs> it's pretty damn cool. Like it, it does feel a little like with NECA, I'm usually getting production pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not as scary. Like when we did the, uh, original Foosh, um, articulated icons, mm-hmm. those were like, you know, 3d printed prototypes that weren't factory pieces. So they were, you know, a little stiffer, um, uh, a little more fragile, but they were hand painted mm-hmm. by um, um, I don't know if you remember Carl from Foosh's mm-hmm. forums, but yeah. um, Scott Akers, um, he hand painted all those, so those were beautiful. Um, kind of tough to work with because it wasn't like a production figure; it was, um, you know, resin, and the articulation didn't move as clearly. But yeah, the stuff from NECA is um, they're usually giving me like if the earliest I see anything from them, it's a, it's a production piece. So it's like a, it's like a final toy, but it's, it's great getting those, um, getting my hands on those as soon as possible. Cause I just love to see this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm a fan of just toys in general. Yeah. So <laughs> do you get to, and, yeah. And from a collector's perspective, do you get to keep that stuff or is that something that they send you and you send back? It depends uh, on on where they are with things. Okay. Um, it's it's gone both ways. Yeah. Okay. 
um like so, sometimes they needed the things back sometimes they're like yeah no Go that's yours <laughs> that's awesome um so yeah. how did you get into doing because i remember when i started because i started on Fush, um one of the first yeah. kind of writing jobs i had was was on there doing um uh research polls um for mattel and the horseman <laughs> um because i was getting i was getting the lists before they were being sculpted um, oh so they were working on the final looks and i was pulling things going so which hawkman do you would you rather see and it was kind of a little <laughs> focus group on the foosh for them to kind of and i remember getting a lot of shit for it to be honest with you um, oh really because they would be like why would you even put this costume in here? Nobody wants that one. And I'm like, oh, guys, that's what they're making. So I hope you really <laughs> like it. Or or Nick would cut things down on me and be like, don't put that stuff in there. And I'm like, yeah, but that's going to be made. Like, that's what they're working on. I'm just kind of winking a nod that they're, you know, currently working on that sculpt right now so they can get mm. feedback on what, what they like and what they don't like. Um, and so I forgot where I was going with this. Um I really did. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, we get to see stuff oh. early. How how I started with Fush? how do you, oh no 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 well, I was that too but how did you get into because um, so while I was doing that I was also I, I had like a workshop so I was able to build dioramas um, ah, and yes. I remember the two of us were going back and forth because that's when yes at least from when I remember you were starting to do mm-hmm. like the dial work for Ma- with masters pictures. Um, yes, yes. And I was building, I was trying to build play sets. So mm. like you were doing just kind of like these modular pieces that were more um, scenic. Um, yes. And, and I was building like, I built like the slime pit and I built right, uh, Mumra's yeah, I tomb. That. And like, so yeah. um, how did you get into that stuff? Like how did that kind of come around for you? And, and how'd you learn some of that stuff, I guess? Well, it's it's everywhere now yeah right like everyone does it it's uh but i felt like when i started i had to it was hard to get like resources to figure out like where i'm building this yeah so i was looking at like games you know people who made um you know those games with the little miniatures Mm -hmm. and the yeah like war gaming type things that that kind of stuff like like scouring those for the tips and like what they use. And that's where I found out about, you know, the foam, mm-hmm. uh, insulation foam and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of, and then at, at a certain point I got turned on, I was kind of in a vacuum, right? I was really only ever online on Foosh. Right. So, <laughs> right. um, and then I, I, I got into like, um, like I made the mistake of, writing an article on Foosh where I praised somebody for doing ACBA. Okay. Um, you know that yeah. uh, uh, with the little, like the captions and stuff. And I had never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And, but apparently that community was huge on Instagram already or, or some other platform, I think Facebook. I think they had a web page. They had their own website too. So like, they yeah. Kind of gallery. And so I had, I had no knowledge of them at all. And, and I, I promoted somebody's photo and I thought, this is so cool. I'd love to see this. I, I've never seen such a thing. I, I love it. It's rad. 
and then all sorts of people came down on me like a hammer <laughs> in the comments of that article like dude you idiot this is something we've been doing forever and ever and this is this person who you're praising is not even doing it right and he's not following the rules and i was like oh well okay but- so there's more more to there's it. more out there i should probably take a look at <laughs> so that well, you know I, I got into instagram and, yeah. and and saw more people doing different stuff so but it's art it's right interesting like it, at the end of the day even though you know it's made you know for toys like we're we're making these in our basements or our living rooms or wherever we're painting and, and building um mm-hmm. but it's art so I always had a problem with that when people told you you're not doing it right. Where oh yeah yeah like that. Whole I mean, it's idea. supposed to be fun, right? And Relax. It's like, if you're enjoying it, if you're having fun with it, if you're learning, um, yeah. Like why not? Like I learned the hard way that you do not spray paint foam insulation foam. <laughs> yeah, no. like I spent like a week you know, carving and sculpting and gluing and putting all this thing together. I had a whole rooftop scene. I had a fan going, like oh. I had all this stuff. It would look gorgeous. It was for the Marvel U-Line. It was a three and three quarter rooftop diorama. I took it outside and I went to do my primer coat and I came back like an hour later and it just <laughs> looked like acid touched it. It just was gone. And I was like, oh my God, like what I've, the hell? I've- I've used that effect yeah. for like a to texture it. Yeah. Sometimes it looks kind of cool, but yeah, if you weren't intending to do it, oof. Yeah, it was it, I learned the hard way. And the other thing was I, I started the same way you did. Like I started going to like miniature shops and things like that. The problem mm-hmm. was I had to get creative because what they were building for was not the scale I was building on. Right. Yeah. So like I did Mumra's, I still have it and I've got to repaint it. Um, when the wave two comes out finally for the Thundercats, um, cause it's been chipped and stuff, but that Mumra's pool, I think is like two feet wide. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's huge. And the amount of water from a train shop or a model shop, that plastic water you can melt and and put in and and create water. The amount I would need to fill that pool would have cost me like 150 bucks. (laughs) And so I had to figure out how to cheat it. And I found out that just from playing with it, that um, if you take a bunch of glue sticks and you throw them in the oven on a nonstick tray and then pour them in there um, and then use, uh, what did I use? I used, uh, Stained glass paint. Um, it was see-through. Mm. So you got a good, you got this really nice water effect or like pool effect that you could play right. with. But it but it, but it, it was all like just free, like my thing. If you look underneath these things, you see like tinfoil, you see dowels, yeah. you see like yeah. never look at the back of one of these things. Right. Um, so do you, like your stuff seemed bigger too because you were doing masters. Yeah. Do, do you still it, have it those? Do you still have those that you started with or have you kind of up? I have, you know, I started uh, when I lived in a condo Mm -hmm. and I had built up quite a large number of these. You know, the the foam pieces I would use, they were like 24 inches deep Mm -hmm. and then um, like eight feet long. Yeah. And you'd have to 
get them from Lowe's. Yeah. And you have to cut those in half to get them in the car. Yep. Because I had a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but yeah, those, so those, so those, um, basically any base I was making was going to be 24 by um, 48 mm-hmm. inches. And, um, and I've got stacks of those in my garage. I've got sheds outside with them. <laughs> um, everything I've built, I've been, you know, cause I try to keep my house, um, you know, relatively clean, but my garage is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like all the little things I built with foam, I, I was putting them in plastic bins and leaving them outside, but they're, they're not. Protected. The bins aren't meant to take that weather. Yeah. And so now those bins are like falling apart. So if I go to like pull something out of the bin, the bin just completely cracks, cracks. into a million pieces. Yeah. 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 So I've got to, I've got to do something about all that. Yeah. I've got tons of that stuff. And, you know, unfortunately the mo- the master stuff doesn't really translate to a lot of the other lines I'm collecting now, like yeah. Joe's and Marvel Legends and Star Wars. It's like it's not really cross-purpose useful. It it works. Oh, Mythic Legions. I still get a Mythic Legion figure mm-hmm. every every now and again. Um, you know, but gosh, what am I like? Two years on pre-orders for Mythic <laughs> Legions. I I really have no idea. I got. I never got into what I ordered. I never got into them, but that. The, and I'm just going to call them what they are. The Battle Cat and the Panther, the, those two, I've been tempted by multiple times because I'm like, they bridge the gap between my He-Mans and my Thundercats, and they're in scale. And wait, 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 wait. Don't you mean Kawaros and Purplore? Sure, yes. <laughs> just like Mossman and Stinkhorn, and not in the newly solicited ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, you know, those, those were the two that I kind of... Um, we're like, ah, I kind of really want those. And I never yeah. could, I never could pull the trigger. Cause I'm like, all right, I can buy those. But uh, like last night, um, new, uh, transformer showed up at my house. Oh. Uh, a friend of mine found new ones and he knew I would do the reviews. So he's like, they're not going to be too hard to find. So you take the first ones and then I'll, I'll find if you promise to help me find a second set. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> hundred percent. Like I will definitely do that if I can, if I can get these up in 24 hours when like basically nobody has them yet. Um, that'd be great. And, uh, so that's usually what comes up where it's like, Oh, I can, I can order it. And then he calls up. He's like, it'll be $64. I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to order it. Yeah. Um, I just got a uh, perp lore the other day. Yeah. I just cracked that open. I, I put in a pre-order on big bad toy store because I, I somehow flaked on whenever that order was because I've been getting the masters, uh, homage ones. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I've got Perplor and Kawaros <laughs> out right now. Um, yeah. I mean, someday I think, I think they might be a con buy for me. Like if I were to mm. see them out, cause like usually yeah. the nice thing is working in this, Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes they'll send us stuff early. So there's not a lot for me to buy at a con, um, usually. Oh. So that that's yeah. a nice little piece. So I'm usually looking around going, 
well, I get an extra hundred bucks in my pocket because they surprised me as a thank you for coming to the panel or, you know, covering for the year. They'll send me whatever. So, yeah, sure. Like, I got an extra hundred bucks. I'll go through, you know, the, the you know, the dealer bins and, and, and check them out. And usually I think those end up might be a uh, might end up being like a con buy at some point, as long as the prices don't skyrocket too high on those two. But I mean, they're still selling at Big Bad for, I think, 50. So I'm not too worried yet. Um, but they're cool. They're definitely cool. So are you building any, yeah. new, are you building any new sets? Are you working on anything for some of the stuff? Um, here? you know, right now, uh, the latest thing I did is I've got all these accessories for GI Joe classified lying around, you know, and I thought, well, let me put these on a shelf. Like I've got a Sigma six, you know, the, do you remember Sigma yeah. six yeah. GI Joe? And they had how they had came with those like accessory cases, like the Foot Lockers, yeah, yeah, the Foot Lockers. So I, I'm spray, I spray painted a couple of those, uh, like GI Joe green, mm-hmm. so I can store all my uh, stuff in there. That's not really for photography. The latest one I did uh, for the figure arts. Heavy Mandalorian. I had finished. Up I saw a, those photos. Those are nice. Those are really nice. Uh, thanks, thanks. Um, the um, oh, what is the name of that planet where Grief Karga is from in Mando? Um, yeah, I Navarro. Remember. Yes, Navarro. And uh, so it's kind of like you know, it's that Star Wars architecture, mm-hmm. but it's just basically in gray. So um, that was just a pink foam insulation wall with um a couple like thinner pieces glued to it mm. and uh i had picked up like a 3d printed you know like in star wars they always have those like pocket doors that, yeah. yeah yeah so i got a 3d printed one of those and just cut cut into there and yeah so that was kind of fun that was the latest one i did i was thinking of making a dreadnought um garage mm-hmm. for zartan because i was opening um that punisher bike yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah that goes great with, with classified zartan and i was like i need like a whole set for this um because uh, i don't know if you remember or if you read those comics is uh they had like a like a gas station hangout they mm. used to have yeah so i was like yeah i've been thinking about doing that or um for classified you know they they used to do these these like accessory sets that were almost like um sets yeah like little mini dio things like you know yeah like the the enclosure and like the little like uh crate and then you'd get like uh, a gun and and it'd be like a canopy Mm -hmm. and stuff they did those yeah like the bivouac yeah Yeah, like a guard tower um all sorts of things like that um there's one they did for cobra um the the uh like a firing range which Mm -hmm. is basically like a little um dig out dug out um barricade and some targets and a Mm -hmm. little um stand for the weapons i was thinking of building one of those you know uh, for that when i was doing the um the 25th anniversary when it was three and three quarter the greatest Mm -hmm. place to go was big lots because they had the army Mm. figures 
Um, yes. And they had like yes. the facades. Like I have, um, I bought like the, the house, like the swamp house kind of place. And it yes. works great. It works great for my dreadnoughts. Like it works great for Yes. Them. Um, so yeah, like the, there's those cheapy, um, I can't remember Lenard and, um, Oh God! What are the other company names? But yeah, that, yeah, that stuff is great for three and three quarters. Unfortunately, Doesn't there's work. not a lot of like six-inch scalable stuff. You know what I found recently? Um, people have been mm. saying, and I and I went just to see what they had. Um, Dollar Dollar Tree, I think is Dollar Tree. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I got a bunch of wooden pallets. I got a bunch of barrels. Oh. Um, barrels, cool. Yeah, they well, they're slime barrels, right? Oh, those, yes, yes, and I have just, a bunch of those. Yeah, they're like a buck. So I bought like six of those, and they had like bricks and things. Like you could pick up a lot of like in their craft section that worked really oh. well for like if I was going to get back into building again. I was like, these might come in handy someday. I'm just going to buy them because it's twenty bucks, and I've got twenty different things. Yeah, um, one year at Halloween at Dollar Tree, I I bought um. I don't know, like a dozen of those slime barrels. Yeah, and I've got, um, I've got a bunch of them. I got a bunch painted yellow and a bunch painted black. Yeah, they're, they're and weathered with you know just um, dirt and dust and stuff. I do miss those days of just like I would, I would have a lunch break from work and I just go walk around Michaels or AC Moore. Yes. And just walk and just walk the aisles and go, what could this look like? Okay. This is this oh, yeah. paint. Like, how do you get into this or that? Um, yeah. It's kind of weird in this. Yeah. And this, in this uh, scenario, like the way things are now, it's um, you got to be way more intentional about what you're doing and, and, and you, you can't just come across cool things, you know, like right. you're, you know, it's like I'm planning this and then I'm putting in an online order for it and then I'm waiting two weeks for it to arrive rather than just like, hey, I'm strolling through a store. Yeah, or walk through this Home strikes Depot me. too. Like, as I'm like, yeah. I need foam. I'm going to walk through all the fixture sections just to see yeah. you know, the different kind of pipes and things. Like, mm -hmm. I got into, I started doing like pipe work, like trying to figure out like how to make things. Um, I did a sewer, I did a sewer set too. I think it's like... Hmm. I think it's like uh, like twenty by thirty six. Um, oh. That's pretty. It's pretty nice. It works for seven inch figures, so it looks really good with the turtles. Yeah. Um, and that was just a matter of like, all right, well, I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna figure out like what size pipe I need and like I, I got a old, uh, um, you know, the wire rack frame like things that like the cubbies that they used to sell like at at target or walmart and if you cut mm. those right if you just snip those along one line you get a metal ladder out of it like and you can make oh. it any length <laughs> you want so it was like the, it was fun to kind of just put stuff together yeah um have yeah. you gotten you mentioned 3d printed have you gotten have you gotten into that have you tried that for yourself <sighs> or are you just buying stuff i have not it is very tempting i'm i'm thinking about seriously thinking about getting a, a resin yeah a resin 3d printer same because that has just blown the doors off of everything yeah like uh, you know the i bought 3d printed stuff from people and you know when the when it's not resin it it takes a lot of 
sanding and spray painting and resanding to get like the details to not have that striated yeah. look to it. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't thinking of getting one of those. I, I don't. I don't know the terms all that well. I haven't done the research, but I I do like those for you know accessories and um and uh like dio parts especially yeah, like yeah. I, you could just model something up in um what's that freeware program i can't think of the name of it right now but um yeah or if you're not selling and then it, print it if you're not selling it you could just go to a website grab the file and as long as you're not like making money off of it you could just grab the file right there yeah, there's so many, so many things I've seen on uh, what is that Thingiverse? Thingiverse, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just be really cool to just print up. But um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done the research. I need to do the research and have the money, lay out it, the cash. Yeah, that that's the hard. <laughs> yeah. Part. Well, and and I have a couple friends that have them, and they've been nice enough to send me stuff. Like I got a Cobra Commander throne. Um, yeah. They 3D printed one of my friends. Um, I'm not going to mention who it is because he asked me not to. Um, oh. But he uh, he printed me a Swamp Skimmer for my Zartan. <sighs> uh, but it's not resin. It's not resin. Can you see my camera? Yes. Okay, hold on. Oh. It was right behind me. Oh, I yes. am extremely jealous right now. Um, so it's not put together. I got to finish putting it together. Oh, wow. That and, looks like it's... Uh regular old plastic yeah it does so it does have the striations in it so i i texted him one oh, day okay and you can see i don't know if you can see right there like it's, it's yeah the oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, um, those little artifacts yeah and so i um i have to i took it apart and he's like don't take it apart it's gonna crack and it did crack um because the pipes are so small like they're so thin. yeah yeah um but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna he said to wet sand it so i'm gonna sand it um, I guess mm-hmm. the body here supposedly does color nice. change, which oh is, my God. which is, yeah, I know he got, he, he's really into GI Joe. And if you're listening to this, thank you so much. I love this thing. Um, and it came that is with, amazing. It came with the, uh, the engine and then like a little, oh. <laughs> little crate Great. to hold all the parts. Oh, um, wow. Just like the old one. Yeah. It drags sweet. behind it. It's got a little cutout here. So I got to do some sanding work and, uh, and then a little bit of paint to it and uh, yeah. get it, get it nice and smooth. Um, but it's that kind of stuff where it's just like, Oh yeah. Wow. Well, and, but the hard thing is when you have friends that do it, like a print like that takes like a day. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel bad asking oh, friends to kind of make me stuff. Um, yeah. And unless it's something like really big that I want or something that I really, really need, <clears throat> I'm not, you know, asking for it all the time, but I usually will send like lists and be like, Hey, if you ever want to make something <laughs> like, here's <laughs> like, here's a hover chair here, here's this, here's this, here's this. If you're looking for ideas or want to practice on something right. and, you know, scale it up because before they announced before super seven, I had a, I, I, I kind of knew they were going to do the thunder tank. And mm. before they did it, I did find a 3d printed one with instructions really? how to scale it up for um, it, it's meant to be like a three and three quarter thunder tank. And it actually, you can just scale it up um, and print it in sections. 
and then glue right. it together, sand it and glue it together. And I was considering buying a printer just to be able to do that. But then Brian announced that, you know, Thunder Tank is coming and everybody, you getting that? Yeah. So everybody listens to, <laughs> anybody who listens to podcast knows this. I have a rule with Thundercats with Ultimates. I want the line to succeed. So I am supporting the line two hundred percent. Which means two hundred percent. You're getting two? I buy two of everything they've made so far. <laughs> I have two of every. There's... I have two of every ultimates they've, that they've done. I've got one in the box and wow. one that I'm going to open. I've got them pre-ordered, all set. Um, the Thunder Tank made me um, kind of flinch, but yeah. Well, but see, the thing is, I have another friend who got into is into He Man, and so his rule is you buy three. <laughs> but here's why: you get to keep two. You get to keep one in the box. You get to open one. And the third one, you flip, and it pays for the first two. Ah, uh, I and guess, it, yeah. It, it does. It work, trust me. I've seen him do it. It works for him. He's got three Snake Mountains and three Castle Grey Skulls. Like, <laughs> and, oh, my God. And, and he's going to – and since Snake Mountain just came in recently, um, he's working on selling them as a pair. And so hmm. it's going to pay for itself. Like, they're going to – and I'm like, if it if it was under, if it was 300 or under, I was going to go for three. Like, I was definitely going to do it. When they announced huh. it was 450 and then technically 500, because 1,000 was kind of like my my limit with it, is right. what I put on myself. And it two of them will cost me about $1,000. So wow. I am working on eBaying a few pieces of the collection that I do not want huh. anymore. Um, if I sell a few of my master's figures, I think I can equal one thunder tank. So, um, hmm. that's the plan, but yeah, no, I, yeah. Thundercats is kind of like my, I'm all in, like, can't wait. Thrilled with them. I'm happy to wait for them as long as they get them right. Um, yeah. or get them out. Um, my wave two of reaction. I haven't bought two reactions, sets of reactions yet. Um, but my reaction wave two is in the mail. It'll be here tomorrow. So, hmm. um, it's my weak spot. Yeah. It's my weak spot. I, yeah. 500. It's a lot, man. It I don't is. know. But it's that I could do that, it. That could hold everybody. Like, that's true. That That's my thing. It's like, since I was a kid, like, that's why I think right now for us to be toy collectors or be into this hobby um, is part of the greatest time ever. Because for the first yeah. time ever, like I like I got this guy last night and he <laughs> he looks like the cartoon. He does. Um, and so that's pretty great. Like you get to get these figures that work and function like they did in the cartoon. And yeah. it doesn't take imagination. <laughs> <laughs> like you can just look at it and go, Oh no, that's, that's what it is. Um, yeah. and so I, you know, I don't have a soft spot for anything else like that. I don't think I would go into debt or, or, or sell stuff off, um, for other things. But, uh, yeah, like Haslab, like I haven't been able, I did get to Sentinel. Um, but yeah, I, me too. But I wasn't able to kind of like, I didn't get the barge. Um, no. And so it, you know, it was harder to rationalize other things and the horror on everybody's face when that razor crest exploded, I'm sure kind of, <laughs> like, like if they don't give him another razor crest, like ship, like 
people are going to riot. I have a feeling. Well, you know, even even blowing up in season two, the Razor Crest still had more screen time than most True. Star Wars ships. True. So True. I don't feel bad about my Razor Crest purchase. You got it? Um, oh, yeah. I, I did order that one. Okay. That was like in peak Mandalorian rabies. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear I went nuts for that show and like i've got so many damn baby yodas in my house it's ridiculous <laughs> did you order the mattel one i'm just curious that came up this is week. that that 400 dollar one yes yes that's ridiculous okay. no i did well, not because so i was all about it right and i had seen pictures of it and i'm like oh cool it comes with a pram oh it looks like you know it looks really good blah blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah no i'm in Right, and I was expecting I don't know a hundred bucks. Like I really was. Yeah. I'm like Pram, Yoda, or you know, Grogu, whatever you want to call them. Um, I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm in, I'm in, I'm good. And then, uh, and then I saw the price tag. I, I saw, oh, it's live on the site, and I went and hit the the link button, and I'm like, no way, it's not, <laughs> no, like it is not it's worth crazy. a thunder tank for me. I'm like, I'll go to somebody on TikTok posted if you take two flower pots and um yeah some whatever you can make your own pram so i was like you know i'm not not 400 dollars. i don't care if it floats on magnets i can do that like <laughs> not gonna because happen. i have that i have that yoda toy yeah so do that, i that, and it's a good it's a good toy but it's not i mean it's not accurate no at all to the show no and then mine's right there you know like right behind me yeah oh <laughs> there it is yeah, yeah i mean Ours, ours sits on the couch with us. Yeah. Like it's uh, at a, you know, a hundred bucks, they might've got me. Yeah. But 400, you could get that hot toys one with for like, less, for less, you know, the super posable. It's not posable. more, way more accurate. It's not posable. No, the hot toys one is the, uh, sideshow one isn't. Oh, the side. Okay. So the hot toy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, the hot, yeah, the, sorry. The yeah. hot toys one I think is four and he's got like, Posable ears and i think if the likeness is still a little bit off but it's it's better than yeah tell i just i couldn't yeah i was like nope i'm out i'm like i got a thunder tank to raise money for i don't have time for this um, right yeah i think that's probably why i'm not gonna get the thunder tank is i've already spent what, what 300 on a sentinel and 300 on a um razor crest yeah. and i'm not sure where those guys are gonna go i have no anyway idea. i have no idea where my yeah. my my sentinel is gonna go i it's just i'm excited i can't wait for september but um yeah i hope i think it's just gonna have to stand in my on my photo table <laughs> you know in the background of every single shot you take it's just gonna be the <laughs> yeah. leg of a sentinel legs <laughs> <laughs> why not uh, why not uh, so we hit about an hour. This is really good. Oh really, wow! Okay, yeah, that was, went fast. I know it does. It was really good to catch up because we don't we don't even get the chance to talk like this at cons because it's like you're no, going here, I know, you're going right? there. How are you doing? Build anything new? Yeah. Anything? Oh, good. Good to see you. See you. Yeah, uh, I know. It's like I got this appointment. I got that appointment. Yeah. All, All right, right. We'll catch bye. up later. We'll catch up later. <laughs> we'll see each other later. And then Sunday comes around. You're like, we didn't catch up. We yeah. didn't see each other. Um, we'll, we'll see each other next year <laughs> i hope so oh god i hope so i can't like I'm, I'm okay taking two years off i actually said um yeah. the year before in 2019 i was like i need a break like i need a break not knowing what was coming and yeah. when it came i was like i was disappointed but also relieved because i'm like i need 
Because at a certain point after going for like 11 or 12 years in a row, um, it got to the point where I was like, it, it all looks the same. Like Mattel's in the same spot. Hasbro's in the That's same true. spot. Like NEC is in the same spot. All the dealers are in the same spot. Like it, it all just blended together for, and I needed the break from it. So hopefully I will be a little more energized in 22 when, when we get to get together again. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be crazy then. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be insane. Yeah. Uh, or completely or, different. Or who knows, who knows how they'll handle press at that point. I, know. I always, I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop on that. Like when they, yeah. When they cut that thing off, you know? Yeah. I, I think there'd be a riot though. Like, I think, I think you, uh, yeah, I think, I don't know if I'd go, to be honest with you, to go as an attendee, to, to just go there like that. I don't know if I would I would do it. The access I get and, like, it's fun to go see the toys. It really is. But with them live streaming mm-hmm. everything now, um, being able to order stuff from home. Um, yeah. If I didn't get to do, like, the TV and movie interviews are what make it worthwhile for me to go. And when those, when those opportunities dry up, you know, if I didn't have the press pass, I don't know if I would do it, to be honest with you. Cause it gives me a, Mm. I think my most watched, I got to sit down with the impractical jokers last year Um, and it was great. They were, I love the show. I love the guys. They were great. And there were only 10 of us, I think in the room. So it was us and them. So it was like 15 people just hanging out, talking. And I think that's my most watched YouTube video. I think it's got like thousands of views. And I'm looking at going like, so it's not worth it for me to just go for the toys. I'd I'd have a hard time rationalizing five grand just to go look at toys. Um, Wait, what's your YouTube channel called? It's at at Caster's Corner. We're doing, I I started, um, uh, in the last 80, 83 days, I do a toy review a day. I decided to clear my office wow. and we are up to 83 days and I have not touched any other room in the house, um, which is kind of insane. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I probably have another 20 days worth of reviews in this room that I'm looking at right now um, before I have to dig into the archive of what was last year. So, Wow. So what, tell people where they can find you. Never mind finding me. Oh, they can find me. Yeah, well, the Foosh front page is uh, where I usually post things, uh, com, mm-hmm. And I'm also on Instagram as uh, Quetem, which sounds weird saying out loud, but it's Matthew K backwards. Okay. I always <laughs> wondered what I'm that not, was. Okay. I'm not really terribly creative, but it's K-W-E-H-T-T. A M M, um, and that's what I am on uh, Twitter too. Okay, yeah, we'll but, put yeah, links to Instagram everything. Instagram and Fush. We'll put links to everything in the in the um, details of the oh, of the podcast. Cool, cool. So everybody will hit the links. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time today. It really was great to catch up. Hey, man, no, that was totally fun. Yeah, uh, I'll come back anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love to talk. We, yeah, sure, love to have you back. All right. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!